Hello, Michael. Hey, Morgan. As you are more than aware, this is Listener Appreciation Week. Oh, I am more than aware of it. And Definitely I, not the first time I've heard it. For the, for the first time in forever, um, I would like to not do a goof today, but to take this very seriously. Okay, no goofs. No goofs. And I would like to, um, if it's okay with you, I would like to present an original song that I wrote and composed for our listeners to show our appreciation. Of course, and no judgments from, from, from me at all. Okay, this is my original song. I will never find another listener sweeter than you, sweeter than you. And I will never find another listener more precious than you, more precious than you. You're close to me, you're like my mother, close to me, you're like my father, close to me, you're like my sister, close to me, you're like my brother. You are the only listener. And for the song, oh, no. I lost it, guys, but just know, all, all my, life, my life, I prayed for someone I like you. I prayed for someone like you. And I thank God. I thank God. I'm doing the I background. Mean, that, that I finally, I finally found, found, you. found you. Oh my life. I pray for someone like you. And I pray that you feel the same way too. Nailed it. Michael, start the show. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're we're here. We're we're back in action. It's I just do. just me and Morgan. I work better in a visual medium. And of course, Casey and JoJo accompanying us this fine evening. We can't welcome do to this the show. Them. <laughs> I'm going to continue to crosstalk you. It sounds like it. Crosstalk. All right. Hello and welcome to Bad Reception. Whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug, we're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm your other host, Morgan. Close to me, you're like my mother. What does that mean? Why would you sing that to somebody that you are trying to bone? That you're close to you. They're close to you. They're like your father. I'm like your Let brother? me put it in you. Why is that a thing? Uh, maybe like maybe it's maybe we've been mis- misreading that song the entire time. Maybe it's like to his like estranged family member, and he just met them, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's, it feels so good." Same way to I don't know. <gasps> what if he's singing it to little kitty cat though? Mm-hmm. It's about a little it. kitty yeah. cat. Yeah, think about it. And Bonin. But separately, each course ha- has its own kind of theme behind it. Some of it's cat-related, some of it is, you know, sexy female-related, and some of it is just uh, straight-up uh, nightmare fuel. I want to see how deep a hole you can dig yourself. I mean, that's pretty. That's as deep as I'm going to get. Michael, what is this show? I already said what it is. Okay, but today, very special. Something that only comes around once in a blue moon depending on how often a blue moon comes around not sure on the science behind that this happens sometimes is that the same as a blue moon mm-hmm. okay that's how the song goes blue moon <laughs> we sometimes do this that segment thing sometimes. it happens 
as as much as we can just really l- layer on top of each other is probably the best. I'm really into crosstalk these days. Uh, I hear people talking about it in LA. That's how they stay fit. It's crosstalk this, crosstalk that. <laughs> I don't think you're hearing that correctly. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's a crosstalk gym up the way. Anyway, we are going to do an episode of Good Reception. What? Insert theme song. There is no special theme song for Good Reception. There is this week. Play it right now. It's Good Reception. It's time to hear those good sweet tunes for the theme song of the Good Reception show. I'm pretty sure that the listeners didn't hear that. What they actually heard was Butterfly by Crazy Town. (laughs) No. I refuse. Okay, sugar baby. What are we doing for... uh... Okay, so what good reception is, is we're going to watch... So typically what we've done in the past, let's just... We're just going to erase everything you think you know about good reception. So far when we've done good reception, it's been a show that one of us is a big fan of that the other one has never seen before, correct? Correct. We've done shows such as Lost, The Nanny, The True Calling, end of all of the ones that we've done that one time we tried to do big love but then you shot me down there was a lost episode a super secret double lost episode and not lost the show but a show that had been lost because michael boned me and we also did another one too (laughs) (laughs) but not that so hard that the show got erased hey little peek behind the old curtain nope (laughs) let's just move on um what were we saying Oh, yeah. It, it, but it was two shows. Remember, we did Alias, too. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, no, saw that. And I was like, fuck you. And then <laughs> Big Love. And you're like, ah, I've seen that, too. That's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. But, Michael, this week, okay. what are we doing that's different? All right. So we're going to take a show, a massively huge hit show, been on for so many gosh darn seasons, I can't even believe it. It's all over the tabloids. It's all over the blogs. It's all over your GeoCities and your Angel Fires. Listen. It is hat i thought you were gonna say the name of the show and then you said hat and i was like is it on hats it's on hats it might be on hats it's i'm probably, sure it's on hats i mean it's on crew members hats you got for sure. your mcsteamies you got your mcdreamies you okay, got whoa. your chicken miggin nuggets what whoa we're getting way ahead of ourselves here okay. we haven't even said the name of the show people don't know yet i'm pretty they sure they don't know because they just blindly click play on the newest episode of bad reception making we the best bad tv shuffled into your stream and i apologize Okay, so yeah, we're going to do Grey's Anatomy, a show that is such a monumental mega hit. It's still on today. That is still on today. Morgan, when did Grey's Anatomy start? It started in the year of our Lord, 1995. Almost, but except for 10 years off. But it started March 27th, 2005 on ABC. Have And you've never watched the show. I've never seen a single episode, but I know so many people. Whoa, no spoilers. That... No spoilers. Just kidding. What? You know so many people? I don't appreciate your ad. <laughs> this is not for the podcast. This is just you and me. <laughs> when I speak, you let me be a strong woman and say my truth. I've known so many people that fucking, they live, they eat, breathe, and, and die by this show. For real though, right? Like, yeah. People are... Obsessed. And I look, people look at me like I have four heads because I've never seen it. They'll be like dropping like Grey's Anatomy, like uh, little nuggets here and there and being like, hey, yeah, McSteamy Mc, McMuffin. And you'll be like, what? I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. And they'll be like, that's because you are an idiot and you're not watching television's hottest new medical drama that started 15 years ago. That's right. This has been on 15 seasons 
and doesn't show any signs of slowing down except that it shows signs of slowing down. Is this a Shonda Rhimes vehicular transport? Correct. This is Shonda Rhimes, and it's a medical drama, and I don't know anything else about it except for... It's soapy. I believe it's soapy, and by I believe, I mean definitely, definitely it's soapy. Um, that's, I mean, that's what you, you hear about the relationships, right? That's what you hear about. Yeah. Oh, I just know. I do remember. I think I do know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is on yeah. for a little bit. So yeah. Let's, he's, hey, he's good looking. He's a, he's. Can we talk about this? Let's he's my favorite down. Robert Downey Jr. knockoff. Wow. wow. He's a Javier Bardem knockoff. If he's a knockoff anybody. No, I think he's just a combination of both of them. Mm, but no. I like Jeffrey Dean. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Get it right. Um, he's in that Watchmen, yeah? <laughs> he's a Watchman? He, he's in that Watchman. <laughs> yes, he's he is the comedian. Oh, yeah, because he's got the little smiley face mm-hmm. things. I get distracted in that movie. <laughs> Just for the listeners at home, I got a big boner for Patrick Wilson. Saw him one time in public. Boy, Watchmen just seems like chock full of Morgan man meat. Who? Speaking of Morgan man about, meat? How you feel about uh, Billy Crudup? Uh, not a big he to oh it's me, big he's well and it's blue and it's fake um to me he's a jim caviezel knockoff oh he's the superior jim caviezel of is he though? oh absolutely I'm, billy crudup is one hell of an actor i'm just now realizing that those are two separate people yeah almost famous big fish that's billy crudup who's he in big fish oh the he's main the guy i always forget that's right he's He's Ewan McGregor's son. Yeah. Okay. I guess Ewan McGregor and, and Alfred Finney is like yeah. the main guy. But still, he's a prominent... Alfred or Albert? Alfbert. Alf, Alfbert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's his word. given name. A lot of people don't know. I feel... I'm going to take a moment of superiority here. <laughs> I was and right. Whatever I said was correct. And I've had it. Okay. So where are we? So what, Who else is on the show? This is chalk pack bustling through the roof of would-be, soon-to-be, has-been stars, right? Yes. You got the lady, Ellen Pompeo. You got Ellen Pompeo. I only know her that she's on this show. I don't know her from anything else. Guess I also what? know she's probably cool. She seems pretty cool. <laughs> Guess what? Since she started making this show in 2005, she has been on nothing else she has used her fame to do absolutely nothing else Listen, she's got a job what else do you need that's just crazy because she's a megastar like usually you would want to like parlay that into doing like a feature or at least like do some indie features in the summertime just to like you know get your kicks to get that acting fix she's gonna work her nine to five and then enjoy her weekends and her evenings yeah, and her summer's off, apparently. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for it. You got Sandra Oh in this thing. That's right. And that's who I'm most excited for, because I love Sandra Oh. I don't know her from anything else, but I'm sure she's a delight. What? You don't know Sideways? Oh, fuck yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sideways. Yeah, she's amazing. That. I was like, I feel like I do remember her in something. Okay, so we got Sandra Oh. We got Patrick Dempsey. Got Dempsey. it. I was going to say McDim- McDempsey. But so no. is he a McDreamy or McSteamy? I think he's McSteamy. Okay, no, then wait. he's McDreamy. I think he's McDreamy. Okay. Because I think McDreamy was first, because that sounds like a little bit more like that makes sense. Like he was, his name was like McDonald and they called him McDreamy or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. from that, they build on the Mick legendariness or whatever. McSteamy doesn't sound like that came out about organically. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's Jeffrey Dean Morgan or what's the other guy? No, I don't know. There's another white dude on here that I don't know who he is okay, or what yeah. he does in life. Um, 
there's an Isaiah Washington. I was going to say Isaiah Washington. Maybe he's McSteamy. He could be. He steams up my shower mirror. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, learn a lot about us today. I know. And uh, there's that the redhead. What's her name? The redhead? She's, Kathy Griffin. No, she's in Girls Trip. She's in. I didn't watch Girls Trip. She's, oh, wait, Michael. I don't. That's yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oh God, she got a. Sp- her character got a spinoff into another show. This is not good podcasting. People at home oh, know who she is. Oh, what's her name? Because it's a spinoff. She's of this. private practice. Yeah. is the spinoff with her. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I guess we'll find out. She seems pretty cool too. So what I'm saying is, it seems wait, like they've missed, cultivated. Ooh. You missed one. We talked about a big movie she was in last episode. She was in. She definitely parlayed her fame into to movie stardom from this show. Absolutely. No, it's redhead. It's Ellen Pompeo and it's Sandra Oh and the Bliss. Nope, there's still one more, and it's a big one. Who and else she is, is on not known for being cool. Although, oh yes, that might just be sexism because I don't know. Maybe she's cool. No, I've heard she's a real not nice. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. The Heigler. Yeah, Kate, Katie McHeigles. Just kidding. It's Catherine Heigl. I, for a second, I was going to take Katie McHeigl's because I couldn't remember her name. I was like, the blonde with the boobs. I can't remember what her name is. Catherine Heigl. That's Catherine Heigl also yeah, on the show. I'm pretty sure Seth Rogen has been very um, veiled and very professional about it, but it seems like she's not a very nice lady. Okay. Well, I'll trust Seth Rogen. He seems to know he what's seems up. He seems like he knows. He's tapped in. All right. So, yeah, we said this was on for 15 seasons. This was created by Shonda Rhimes. We went through a whole bunch of people that are probably definitely on the show. Well, and what other show has been on, like, in recent years has been on that long? As, like, as a drama? As a drama. Like, like, a nighttime drama? Nothing that I can think of. Nothing. I mean, no, no, that's not true. All of this, all of the CSI, NCIS okay, crime scene Yeah, stuff. but but I guess those are hour longs. Yeah. They're, they but those are the procedurals. Same. I wouldn't put those in the same category. Well, I mean, it's an hour-long drama. Yeah. But as far as, like, a medical drama, I mean, ER was on for, like, 20 years, I think. So it has are a beat. Are you shitting me? Yeah, I think so. I think it was How on forever. No Wiley on? Oh, one one season. Hey, guys, remember Swing Kids? Remember when George Clooney was on that remember, show? I think remember, he was on for like one Hey, season. remember Eric LaSalle in the opening credits, how he was doing karate in the hospital? That didn't seem like that was safe. <laughs> so, I don't think that show has been proven to be particularly medically accurate. I think actually it was. No, I think it's not. I think uh, it's like in the ballpark for it yeah. for the time it was it was doing a decent job but no i think doctors will tear it apart but we're not talking about this we're talking about something that focuses more on the relationships of the medical professionals as opposed to what's going on in the right hospital itself and from what i've heard uh through various uh criticisms of the show not particularly medically accurate and as a matter of fact that it is extremely rare for doctors to have time to have engage in personal relationships with other doctors in this kind of uh, high pressure scenario mm-hmm. they're working pretty fucking hard and crashing when they're not working yeah not hooking up in the closets i know i wouldn't be i know i would be um yeah. so what so why so what do we want to do here Oh, like what? Do, what do you think? Do we want to? Pro- oh, so what I so what I want to pr- like project to you to give give to you, throw to you, Morgan. Mm-hmm. I'm, I got the baseball of podcast in my hand, and I'm going to toss it your way. To oh your, my god, you broke my nose! Your mitt of podcast uh, knowledge. What episode are we going to do? I'm going to say not the pilot. 
I feel like doing the pilot would be like so boring. So I'm I'm gonna bring to the table a couple of ideas that I had. One, obviously, season six, episode nine, course. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. There is no uh, episode four twenty. Unfortunately, uh, ep- season four was uh, the writers' strike. Oh fucking WGA! Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention this is a mid-season replacement show. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. This was, uh, it was like seven episodes that aired over summer as like a, I don't know, maybe this. They were like, let's give this lady Shonda, uh, uh, just a little, let's like, here's yeah. a little soft lob. Let's see what she can give us. Yeah. And it turned out to be a mega hit show. Jesus. And then season two That's was amazing. enormous. And, uh, by the way, like this show was like cranking out huge 20 million, 30 million views in, Holy shit. in the time of, I mean, that's not like, you know, old school TV, that's like low ball numbers, but for modern TV, like anything after like the early two thousands, like getting over like 15 is like mega, mega hit, yeah. like mega, mega hit the biggest, I think the biggest show right now, like only, is only getting in like the teens at best. And that's like big bang theory. I was like, going to say fucking big bang um but like normal shows game of thrones like averages like between like eight and ten so you're, you're talking about like a m- huge show so I, that's just crazy to me like that that it's that big and we've never even seen a single episode yeah. of it anyway uh also huge it's won lots of awards it's 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 actually really well praised it's like i think a 7.8 on imdb so mm-hmm. well liked not like thought of as like one of the greatest tv shows ever made but certainly a respectable show yeah so i think that gives it I give I gives it a, a potential good reception. I don't know how we'll feel about it since we've never seen it. Well, yeah, we're not going to be invested in the characters, which I imagine is uh, the big selling point of but this I entire think, series. I think it will be fun to just jump in, especially because it's soapy, to be like, what the fuck? We don't have well, any context of like what's going on. Is there, did you happen to look up like a ranking of like the must-see episodes? Well, I, I did look up the most popular episodes. There okay. was an episode in season four three i think okay that had like 32 million viewers on on air let's do that one and i thought like what is that's by far the most of any episode and i was like and it's in the middle of the season so it must have been like the previous episode had some like humongous like Uh boom boom cliffhanger and so that might be fun to just like get into it and especially if there's not a recap it's okay if there is a recap but it would be funny if it was just like and try to piece together here's the beginning of the episode and we'll just be like i have no idea what this is okay um i'm down for that one so i'm just gonna forewarn anybody that's listening to this episode because you love Grey's anatomy probably we're not going to get any of the context any of the nuance of the characters any of the things that you love about you're the gonna show. be frustrated and we're probably gonna make fun of it even if we like it so if you're looking for somebody to just be sitting around saying how great Grey's Anatomy is, this might not be the podcast for you because uh, it probably will be frustrating because we're not going to know what we're talking about. To quickly piggyback it, because I know we need to wrap the segment up. Um, why did, haven't you seen an episode? What, was there anything specifically? Because uh, it's for girls. Just kidding. Uh, I like lots of shows that are for girls. I was going to say, Honestly, I, one, I'm not that big into medical dramas, and I'm not that big into soaps that aren't the OC. Because <laughs> I do like some soaps, I guess, but mm-hmm. not not. it's not really my genre. And combining them together, also, like, even though these people have become big stars, like, at the time, I didn't really know who any of them were. To Ellen Pompeo, the only thing I've seen her in is old school. Mm-hmm. And... uh that wasn't like enough to me like i want to watch a whole show about her and yeah i don't know it just never it just never grabbed my attention it's one of those things that felt like uh 
I mean, like any of the Shonda Rhimes shows, really, where I'm like, I'm sure that's entertaining, but it just isn't really up my up my alley. I've never seen Scandal or How to Get Away with um, Murdering a Person or uh, whatever else she does. Mm-hmm. Conviction, something like that. I don't know. I don't know what that other one is. She got some other stuff. Yeah. Well, how, why didn't you ever watch it? Uh, same. I think I associate a lot of... No, like... Uh, ditto. Ditto. Next. No. Um, I watched a lot of the... Like, I watched all of Grey's... Or not Grey's. That would be so funny if you just slipped up. So I've watched all of the show. <laughs> just kidding. You've been Jamie Cushion. Boozled. Um, let's see. No. Uh, I watched I watched pretty much all of ER when I lived at home with my aunt. That was our thing. We'd watch that. Mm-hmm. I also watched a lot of Chicago's Hope. Chicago's up. Hope? Chicago's Hope. Chicago Hope. Um, but like a lot of the dramas and stuff like that I just associate as a family watching thing. And then when I got older, I, for whatever reason, just kind of... Uh, diverted to more of comedy. Yeah, you definitely focus mostly on comedy. comedy Half-hour yeah. shows. You don't like delving too deep into those no. commitment-heavy... Absolutely and not. this is like 25... Ep- this is like Lost. This isn't like uh, even a normal uh, uh, hour-long show that has like 22 episodes or whatever. These like push it. Like There's like seasons with like 28 episodes because they just got so much content they got to get out there. I want two, 22 minutes of nothing but bits. <laughs> That's all if you I could can get handle. like eight episodes. Perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. That's all my brain can handle. I'm not sophisticated enough. Okay, we're going to start watching the show in just a second, but we do. We should give some sort of prediction. Uh, Morgan, what are we going to get in this episode? In this episode, Ellen Pompeo learns that her boyfriend, McGriddle, <laughs> is, um, oh shit, he has, he has a stage four brain cancer. Uh-huh. So, but, but, but. The episode before he proposed to her. Oh shit! So now she's in this d- dilemma of. Oh yeah, it's probably gonna be like sad, right? I, yeah, I made the tear motion on my yeah. face again. This should be a visual medium, um, it's, but she's so she's now like she's got a debate like should I go ahead and marry him so that we, we 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 can have like this little bit of time together as a married couple or should we just break this off now? I don't know. I feel like it's going to be... What song plays over the end credits of this one? Or what, over the end montage of the sad things happening? In the angel, <laughs> oh my God. The and then they spay new to their pets. But Sarah McLaughlin comes out. Oh, and like shit. she like puts her hands. like but, but they don't know that she's there. She's like a literal angel. And she's enveloping them both. Okay. Well, that does seem like that would make for some pretty decent mm-hmm, television. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that it's a... It's a uh, uh, really like something really really crazy happened in the last episode like somebody got murdered and um, one of the main characters then we're <sighs> not gonna we're gonna be like i don't even know who that person was but they got murdered he's like a side character but a main side character who was it played by uh it was played by uh pat oswald <laughs> okay okay and uh, a lot I'll of people forget it. that he was in this show he was in uh whatchamacallit united King states of, of terror oh yeah that's yeah, true uh so somebody gets murdered in the last episode and everybody suspects that it's Catherine heigl because she's a little bit of a loose cannon mm-hmm. and like murdered i mean like she, he, this guy was on the operating table this guy works with them comes in he got shot and she could save his life but she has some beef with them and everybody knows that she has beef with him but she's still the one that gets uh assigned the gunshot wound question does uh as isaiah washington come in and go where's the beef like in a really don't, don't understand what you're referencing i mean except for where's the beef the wendy's commercial correct continue oh because did i say beef at some point yeah you okay did. <laughs> i wasn't sure i think you said beef twice okay 
And Sandra O oh, knows that Catherine Heigl. Oh no! Yeah, she knows that Catherine Heigl has got like a blood vengeance against Patton Oswald. And so when she hears that Patton Oswald doesn't make it through the surgery, she's like, "I know exactly what's happening." That's where this episode starts. Sandra O oh is trying to prove that Catherine Heigl murdered this guy, Patton Oswald. And meanwhile, Ellen Pompeo hooking the fuck up with everybody. She's playing four steamies, four Mc. Mi- McDougalers, mm-hmm. whatever their names are. Mm-hmm. She got she got Patrick Dempsey. She got Isaiah Washington. She's she got, got the other white dude that we can't think third of. Third white guy. She's got fourth white guy and then maybe Asian guy question mark? Yeah. Not sure. Oh, I should say that Shonda Rhimes created this show to be uh colorblind cast. Yeah. Uh that was like her big thing was like, mm-hmm. I want this show to be as diverse as possible. Absolutely. Super cool. I just forgot to mention it in our are talking about the rest Preamble. of it. Anyway, back to the seriousness of this show. And it, it is going to be, the end is going to be uh, In the End by Lincoln Park. That's the, la- that's the last song that plays. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever one that is. Yeah, I was going to be like, mm, I don't know if that's the one. Okay. And we're going to watch this Scene. show. And, and let's Scene. watch Grey's Anatomy, Anatomy. right now. Okay, bye, guys. It turned Grey's Anatomy into America's number one show. Some doctors say it's a look. Come on, people! When the great beyond is headed for you, you feel it coming. Oh, my God. Go and tell the nurse that we have a code black. As of 10 minutes ago, I'll shut down the alarms. Hannah, you do this. No, no. They want us to evacuate. I don't want you to move. Not your hand, not your body, not an inch. Okay, on the count of three. No! One. I'm not leaving. Two. The special episode, Grey's Anatomy, next Monday, 8.30. And... We just alienated any new. We just alienated any new listeners we might have acquired. Absolutely. Listen, if you have problems with sounds, you might want not want to listen to sounds, smacking sounds, breathing sounds, people mispronouncing words, people not being able to talk correctly, people drinking seven glasses of wine, and we don't know what we're saying. Then you might want to avoid the show. This is not for you. Anyway, if you want to hear all about the shocking dirty details of season two episode 16 did we just say 17 17 it's the end of the world as we know it and i feel fine no it's just the end of the world okay and it's episode 16 like i said all right uh because the there's a cliffhanger and obviously and i feel fine is going to be this name of the second episode it better be it is oh is it that's funny (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't know is this it might be a show that does like the every w- episode is a name of a song it would make sense because they incorporated a lot into like every moment is punctuated by a mainstream or at least established song is it i didn't know any of the songs but i, I believe you that they're something i recognize two of them but I, I think that's what the show's notorious for is like we're we're incorporating a lot of music stuff yeah well there are other shows that do that too like that have every episode is the name of a song is that's how that's their naming convention huh anyway it doesn't matter okay so we watched Grey's anatomy mm-hmm. 
And I think that this was actually a good episode to watch because Absolutely. I think that this is actually was, it's the middle of the second season. And as we learned between the break, uh, this was debuted after the Super Bowl. So this is, this had the Super Bowl as a lead in, which is why it's the biggest, most popular episode of Grey's Anatomy. And mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest, most watched episodes of TV in the past decade. Well, and I could see this being like, this is the footing. This episode to me seems like you can come in cold and be like hooked. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Like they they were hoping that they would get, would get it. Yeah. Because they would and have they, a huge they, lead in. So they were like, well, let's write an episode that people can kind of get on board with that people that have been following it's okay. You know, they can still have stuff to, yeah. to grab onto, but for the most part, this could be a cold, your, your first experience of mm-hmm. it, um, with a huge cliffhanger so that anybody who watched that episode would want to come back, come the back next, next week. Yeah, no, for sure. So actually it ended up being pretty, it was the opposite of what I was kind of wanting, which is to go into an episode that would be completely bonkers without any context. They laid the groundwork pretty well for what Absolutely. was happening. Cause we have two main storylines and then I think like three B's. Yeah, I mean, it's a soap, so there's, like, actually only progression of about, like, 10 minutes per story. Yeah. Um, but there are two, yeah, two major ones. Well, I, let's not, we won't do a beat by beat. We'll just kind of give, like, our general overall what happens in the episode yeah. kind of thing. Basically, you got two big, like, humongous bad things that are going on in, in the OR where they work. Mm-hmm. And one of them is that there's a freaking bomb inside somebody. Yeah, some guy comes in, which is, this is a moment of levity with his wife in the ambulance oh gosh, where yeah. she, the wife has witnessed what has happened to him. We don't know what's happened to him, but she's screaming nonstop and will not stop. This actress is, is great. pretty phenomenal. I was that like, was this a great, is Morgan's favorite character. Yeah, I was like, mm, she's somebody I would want to go out for. And I would have loved to have been in the uh the casting room for that yeah ma'am can you just um scream at the top of, your, the lungs, top of your lungs non-stop for uh, like 10 minutes without a care just That'd go great. and then we also get a guest appearance from christina ricci in the storyline and a guest appearance by mr oh, kyle, kyle chandler. chandler yeah uh so this guy i guess had he and his best friend do world war ii reenactments right which they kind of comically point out like that's not a thing yeah that's not what people do but what the these idiots have done is they've built a uh, bazooka yeah they recreated exactly a mm-hmm. bazooka from world war ii and then i guess decided it would be fun to shoot it yeah but then i guess it sh- they shot the other person yeah i don't know how this happened but uh, essentially he's got undetonated ammunition lodged into his chest cavity but we don't know this in the beginning because christina ricci who's a brand new paramedic sees a man bleeding out and then decides to reach into his cavity to stop the bleeding so she's now involved herself in this predicament and without knowing exactly what and she's like i can't move my hand because if i do it it starts bleeding yeah and later we learn it's good that that happened because if she did move her hand it would probably explode a bomb exactly okay so that's our that's the big big story b story um so our main cast which we'll go through very quickly is sandra O, katherine heigl some weird dude and Ellen Pompeo, they're interns, they're doctors, but they're they're waiting for this. I don't know. I don't know how all the I picked up on goes. was that Ellen Pompeo was. I didn't know that everybody else was. Yeah, they all are. But they're not, all not redhead lady that we didn't know their name. No, she's married to McDreamy, who Ellen Pompeo we learned very quickly. I guess had a thing with. Don't care. Here's the big thing. So this other story is 
probably my other favorite character of character I would return to the show for is Dr. Bailey, mm-hmm. oh, who yeah. is heading up these interns. She's pregnant and is having her baby when she comes back to reprimand her right. little chickens for being such bad. But interns. she's very sassy and, and she's, she's played amazing. by a tiny, tiny she's lady. Amazing. I love this actress so much. So she's pregnant and she's having her baby right now. Um, but she doesn't know while she's going into contraction, she's waiting, we're waiting, 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 waiting for the husband. Turns but out. the next person to come into the ER is a man who was in a car accident rushing to get the hospital for the birth of his child. Oh, shit. Is Dr. Bailey's husband. Now, I have to say that in both of the reveals of these incident incidents on the show, Morgan audibly gasped. Yeah, no. So this is what I... I get it. I get why these shows are so because it's addictive. Because you're on this roller coaster the entire time. Maybe not for you. For me, I get it. I get I caught didn't up and say anything. I know, but I'm very susceptible to suspense. Mm-hmm. I have a really hard time with things that are suspenseful. Okay. I'm trying to think of another word for it. Um, it gets me. I just automatically get involved in it. Uh-huh. So I get like going on that roller coaster of like, oh, something's happening in the ER. But then we're going to shift real quick to the storyline of somebody finally engaging in unrequited love, and like it gives you that little bit of a down, and then you get to rise up again with the next storyline that's coming into the er or the or oh yeah I'm it's not... addict it's addicting there's this this, this it was surge just it every was time. just funny because i know you and i know that this kind of entertainment is kind of like nah, it's not my thing but then there would be like these really cheesy hammy like reveals where it would be like dun 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 and you just hear morgan go like oh shit yeah and then i had to like climb onto the couch because i couldn't handle it You're like oh, no i get it and then when the, when the guy's phone goes off and it's you're like you figure out that it's that it's the the lady's husband you were that was good they did it good you were, like, you were genuinely like oh no yeah oh, no it was very because I didn't see that one coming I'll give it to them I didn't see any of these coming they're really those are some good writers they got going over there I get now why I it's mean, been fifteen years this episode is written exclusively by Shonda Rhimes so. She's amazing. Uh, okay, so those are our two main things that everybody is kind of more or less involved in, mm-hmm. in you know, in, to some capacity. Yeah, you got Bomb Man, and you got Pregnant Lady, and oh, excuse Her me, husband. and Patrick Dempsey Mc, McDreamy. But his name is freaking like, uh, uh, yeah. his, his name is. Uh, hang on, I'm going to tell you what his name is. Shepherd. 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 Yeah, his name is Shepherd. So I don't know why his name is McDreamy. I'm sure there's a mythos behind I'm, it. I'm 1,000% sure there is. No, I'm just sure. Michael, I'm sure there's a reason why he's <laughs> McDreamy. Listen, listen, just trust me on this. I'm sure somebody said it at some point in the show. Speaking of McDreamy, uh, the show opens up with a little bit of a dream sequence, doesn't it? Oh, it does. That was fun. Who's this weird dude? So, I don't know. It's it's Bargain Basement Jim Halpert. Okay. The entire time I was like, this guy just looks like he went out for the role of, of Jim and, and just... Super didn't get it. Didn't get it. John Krasinski just d- killed him. Yeah. He... Uh, I forget what his name is. Is he? Iggy? Is he? Correct. No, is no. He? Is he? Is, is Catherine Heigl. Oh. Um, his name is... Because I thought she said, is he? Oh, I see. Because she was answering the phone and he was like, who dis? And she's like, is he? 
And he's like, where's Dr. Bailey's husband? And she's like, what do you mean, Dr. Bailey's? Guys, it's good writing. Like, I got caught up in the story. Okay, his name is George, I think. Okay, whatever. It's hard for me to tell the difference between these guys. As ridiculous as it sounds, because one of them is like, is the, I don't know, maybe he's McSteamy, the other attractive generic white guy that we were talking about. And this guy is kind of like schlubby, not attractive white dude. Yeah, he's like a perfect combination between Rain Wilson and John Krasinski. (laughs) But I'm having trouble d- distinguishing who is who. Oh, yeah, I think he's George O'Malley and the other guy is Alex Kariv. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Because the other guy is Justin... Chambers. Justin Chambers. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how that guy so is. So it opens up... I'll tell you in a second. Okay. So it opens up. He... So Ellen Pompeo, Ellen Pompeo is giving us... Some Did VO. you feel like this is... It feels like to me, and it's probably because of her, her lisp, mm-hmm. but it felt very Carrie Bradshaw to me. Okay. Because she, I don't know what it was, but I guess she, I mean, she's our main that, character. So we're seeing the world through her eyes. It's just that opening VO. It also felt very much like it was a recap, but it was not. No. We learned that she's, she's like, like, she's feeling like she just has this bad feeling that she's going to die. At the beginning, she's like, you, everybody wonders what the last thing they're going to do is before they die or mm-hmm. something like that. And or there's one thing that you wish you could do before you die. And then it cuts to shower sequence with Sandra O, oh, Catherine Heigl, and Ellen Pompeo. And then that schlubby guy. Yeah, because she's like, but this is not my the thing that I wanted to do right. before I died. It's very it's somebody else's dream sequence. Very lighthearted dream by this guy, because all they're doing is showering together and kind of like lightly touching each other's shoulders and stuff. Well, because he gets interrupted before it gets good. Because mm-hmm. Catherine okay. Heigl is shoving brand raisin brand. I think you know face. how guys' brains work there's not that opening part <laughs> no preamble no mm. anyway i can't speak for all men he was but building story so let's yeah. give it to rain krasinski on this okay um but but, but is a great opening for a big super bowl lead-in where you're what? like yeah let's do like some some sexy little openings let's here show off our attractive women that we have in this show right is it just me or does ellen pompeo just like always look like she's crying well it's her makeup She's got this weird, um, like, uh, green. She's got, like, a red-purple under eyeliner that she has on through this entire episode. Uh She's also very misty-eyed. Yeah, her eyes just, like, look like they're always, like, almost on the verge of crying. And I'm like, well, that's, like, a perfect fit. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's, like, tons of crying on the show. Although there wasn't really any crying on this episode. But I feel like it's, like, an emotional. Uh, Yeah, our our lady whose husband was a dumbass, she's crying on this. She's good. She's screaming. She's screaming. She cries. She cries when she realizes. Okay, but there wasn't happening. that many like of those. This was more of a like a holy shit episode well, as yeah. opposed to like a crying kind of episode. So because the there is a undetonated ammunition lodged into this guy's chest, the entire hospital, of course, gets put on code black, which means it's a bomb situation and every the entire Apparently. hospital needs to be evacuated that's the what we in, learned the interns didn't know what code black meant and yeah. then and then what's your well, face that's how rare like, it happens it's like one of those things where like we're not even gonna tell you what this is because the, the likelihood of this happening is, is not the code black that somebody's exploding i think it's probably like the entire hospital's in danger it just means like everybody needs to evacuate yeah, everyone needs it to seems out. like they got a like patrick dempsey when he heard it felt like he got a little bit of a clearer like oh that means undetonated bazooka inside no of i think that chest. means i think it means we're not fucking around we're getting out now right like th- anyway, everyone's in danger he ignores it anyway yeah because, because he's got yeah because so they do a really good job of like escalating things to the point of absurdity and then like being like now what the fuck are you gonna do 
Yeah. So like, yeah, okay, the building's going to explode, but I have a patient on the table with his brain exposed and I can't leave him or he'll die. Oh, by the way, it's like my boss slash coworker. Yeah, somebody, somebody I respect more than anyone else in this world. I'm not going to do this to her. I'm going to finish this job. Yeah. So Even that means just, that we all blow up. Yeah. And, and Patrick Dempsey is just straight up like, I ain't leaving. I don't care. It could be there's a nuclear bomb underneath my yeah. foot. And I'm, well, I guess he probably shouldn't leave if it's underneath his foot. But I mean, if that's how it triggers. Yeah. Uh, but he's just Think like. Think it through, Michael. Don't he, be dumb. <laughs> he's just like. I do not give one single shit. I am not leaving. Well, and it, it's a paints a perfect picture of who these people are as doctors. Which okay, so Patrick Dempsey, McStreamy, Mister no, McDreamy. McDreamy, whatever his name is, uh, Shepherd is kind of seems like everybody hates him, but he also seems like the coolest person. Well, I think he's probably just arrogant and jackass. Well, I, I don't think everyone hates him. It's just I, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Washington, Washington does. does. Yeah. yeah. And then I obviously Ellen arrogant. Pompeo doesn't like him because it's her ex. Yeah. Are, are we supposed to believe that they were together even though he and Kate Walsh were together? By the way, yes. redhead lady, sorry, your name is Kate Walsh and you're amazing in Girls Trip, <laughs> but not as amazing as Tiffany Haddish, if you know what okay. I mean. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me talk about... Guys, do you know about Tiffany Haddish? She's amazing. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. She is super funny. Did you see that episode of Drunk History that she was on? Oh, my God. Are we still talking about this? I love her. She is really funny. This has nothing to do with the show. If you know Tiffany Haddish, give her my number. Tiffany, are you listening right now? Holy Holy shit. Holy smokes. Tiffany Haddish, are you listening to Come on our show. Morgan, surprise. It's our new segment. That's right. Debuting right now in the middle of everything. I almost peed myself right now for a half second because I was like, what if he's right? What if this is really happening? What if Tiffany Haddish is in our bedroom and she's about to come out? Guess and what? Be my best friend? She's here. I'm about to cry. Don't even joke about that. No. Why would she be here? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like um, Kristen Bell with the sloth right now. That's not what You're I was really saying. Messing with me. I was saying, guess what? It's the new segment. Not guess what? Tiffany Haddish is here. How could tears. she possibly on the show? I have tears coming out of my face right now. Do you see that? How could that happen? And how... I don't know. How, did I, how would I have led you there? I have three. I you have, randomly out of nowhere just pulled Tiffany Haddish out of, out of I a hat. I have three glasses of rosé and I thought for a second Tiffany Haddish was here and I'm really crying for real. Well, I guess. Never mind. Well, the show is over. More, I can never live up to Morgan's expectations from this point on. What's our new segment? No, now it's going to be a huge letdown because it has nothing it? to do with Tiffany Haddish. No, it's fine. I'm ready. It's okay. What's it? Okay. Our new segment is, this is such a letdown after your huge no, buildup. No, go for it. Morgan. Yes. It's Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> There's no surprise guest. There will never be a surprise guest. Oh, fuck. Except, no. <laughs> don't, don't you play with me, Ellen. Okay. So, well, I'm going to have you give me the preview for this episode. The commercial that they're playing for this episode during the Super Bowl. Don't miss it. The new Grey's Anatomy coming soon. It's gonna be explosive. Okay, that would be the the stinger, but what's the whole thing? Um, it's gonna uh, obviously open up with Ellen being like, I feel like I'm gonna die. And then we're gonna do um, things get heated up between Catherine Heigelface and that guy from The Wedding Planner. And it shows like a quick cut of them in the supply closet uh-huh. doing it. Um, and then it's going to be like Meredith Grey, right? That's her name. Yep. She's clairvoyant. She's super going to die. This week's guest stars 
the guy from Friday Night Lights that you don't know yet, and Christina Ricci. And it's going to be like, I'm touching a bomb. And then she's going to be like, I'm out of here. And then it's going to be Ellen being like, in, with her hand touching the bomb. And it's going to be like, dun, dun, dun. Goodbye, Meredith Grey. <laughs> Thursdays at 8. It, it, well, it's Thursdays at 9. But oh, that was pretty it. close. Damn it. Uh, which means that this was definitely not played in its normal time slot, because yeah. that's not when the Super Bowl is. That's absolutely... Wait, what? Nope. On Sunday, typically. Yeah. Come on. I know. Back to the show. Okay, Morgan, what happens next? You yeah. already re- revealed one big thing. Is that Katherine Heigl? Okay, so in the whole like heat of the moment, her and uh, uh, Rain McWilson... What's his name? <laughs> John... John john wilson no i can't remember john uh, john wilson uh, knockoff john krasinski is is laying on the floor with katherine heigl and i guess they're roommates they're all so and sandra okay oh, they all live together yeah because okay, okay. they're interns and i think it's like a boarding room because for situation. a while i thought maybe they were brother and sister no because they have like a non-sexual kind of like buddy well i think he probably is non seen not as a non-sexual being to by her. all the women yeah to all of them yeah yeah, yeah. Where she's like, hey, sexy I lady. I would like to touch that. And is that your new uh, catchphrase? That's my new catchphrase. I would like to uh, touch that. You can find that in a merch store. Okay, so they're having a moment of being like, holy shit, we're all like, we could all die at any moment because the, I mean, they're not going to die there in the clear, but they're just thinking about the well, mortality. Yeah, because they know, because so basically, Ellen Pompeo is in the situation where she can't leave. Well, she's not. She's choosing to stay there because she she wants to I help. Know, but and then the same thing with Sandra O. Oh, Sandra O's oh in the other. No, they're both in the same one. No, initially she's with Patrick Dempsey. They're both He's... with Patrick Dempsey, and then Ellen Pompeo leaves later. No, because when she's wa- scrubbing up with she's scrubbing up with Isaiah Washington, and she's in there with him, and then when uh, oh, okay. Massimo from the Wedding Planner, you get that reference. Got it. Massimo, Massimo, every Mo's a Momo. It's a great movie, guys. I cannot recommend The Wedding Planner oh enough. Um, yeah, she's in there and she's like, Dr. Isaiah Washington, what's going on? So anyway, so but the the point is, Sandra, so there o, really isn't any reason why she has to stay in that operating room. She, but because she, she's but that's the thing is we're showing that those two characters, the job is is everything and they're like in a comedic tone they're like one-upping each other they're like how crazy can our day get we want to have the craziest shit well they want to sh- they want to prove because there's like this between all four of them is like who who's like going to be able to, well yeah who's going to be able to prove to the doctors that we belong here more than right. the other people because i imagine it's but very also, competitive yeah but they also are like boy man i don't if i go in today i sure hope like something crazy happens i don't want some like another boring yeah because they want to prove themselves because i imagine after this internship is done it's only going to be like a one person slot so you need to be the one well probably not because like, i think most of these people stay on the show but maybe i mean I for whatever okay. in a typical situation right so i don't remember where we we're going with that but katherine heigl and the other dude are sitting on the floor and they're like oh boy like we suck we need we're not we're not well winning. yeah because they're saying that we're not brave like these other two yeah, people because those the other two sandro and alan pompeo are like staying in the shit even yeah. though they should have been they ex- was evacuated. evacuated because they are doers and katherine yeah. heigl and this other d- dumbass dude yeah they're, they're donters they're donters <laughs> so katherine heigl's like Coming screw this it fall. screw it you gotta live in the moment you gotta take what you want and then she goes to mc mcblurbly massimo from the wedding planner and is like hey dude i like you i want to have sex with you right now in the closet and he's like what do you mean by that and so she takes off her clothes and she's like like sex sex like right now like do it and then he's like 
oh, that makes sense. And then they're like, cool, let's do it. And then that is the only scene in the whole show that was sexy. And then it was very short. Do you want to talk more about how sexy it is, Michael? Do you want to marry that scene? My favorite scene is when Katherine Heigl took off her clothes. Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> good luck with that. So also, um, there is this other... So in the, the operating room with the guy with the unexploded... Uh, ammunition in his chest uh-huh. we evacuate the entire room it's just isaiah washington christina ricci who's very good in this with her hand inside the chest holding the bomb basically together mm-hmm. and then this other fucking asshole of a doctor i'm sure <laughs> we she's don't an learn it until the end he was kind of asshole beforehand okay, i was like okay. he's no good um morgan can read people i'm very good at this i'm intuitive so isaiah washington bomb squad shows up right with yeah. kyle chandler yeah to save the day and he's like with it. actor kyle chandler and they're just like wow you brought this famous star with you mm-hmm. what would he have been oh duh early edition early edition you dumbass yeah he's been around for a while he was a fucking star then guys we knew we all knew. Anyway, he comes in. He's like, I'm leading this bomb squad. Let's clear this place out. I'm in charge here. But so Christina Ricci gets left in this OR with her hand in the bomb, touching this guy. Very upset. As you I mean, it's to be, be expected. Scenario. But she's left with this anesthesiologist who they've taken this guy who's on the OR table off all the ventilators because we don't want to spook this bomb. Right. Or being really, really gentle. He is ventilating it this guy by hand but basically pulls this move of like uh christina ricci just touch this uh ventilator bag just squeeze it she's like okay and she squeezes it but she's dumb because like duh that's what he's doing yeah and he's like but not that fast okay just like in a rhythm okay bye see you later i got kids fuck you and then leaves this poor 22 year old by herself in this fucking room in a scary predicament top of that to be a dick for some reason before he does that he's like pink mist you know what that is? Oh, yeah. That's, that's what the bomb squad it. calls it when people explode because they, there's nothing left of them except for pink mist. Anyway, I'm going to leave your pink mist and see you later. Like, why would you even like that is just a straight up. First of all, that's just a straight up screenwriting trope. Like that would never actually happen. But whatever. But why would I you don't know, Michael? There's no know. reason for him to say that. He should have just been like, see ya. Well, unless the whole he sh- also should have just been like, I don't care if this guy lives or dies. See ya. Like, yeah, he could have just left it where she he wasn't on. But I guess he could get disbarred. He, I, I think what, do, would, what do doctors get through? They don't get disbarred. They get their <laughs> license revoked. Yeah, sure. They get. Mm, oh, that sounds like an Hippocratic oath. Um, but I think what hit. I think the process maybe wasn't just like I'm going to freak out this girl. I think he was like starting. I think that was the point. Was like for him to start realizing like, oh, I'm about he's to like be talking pink through mist. it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, actually, you know what? That kind of sounds like it's awful. So maybe not. Bam, bam. Okay, so that's the gist of the story. The end of it happens when uh, Christina Ricci now stuck in this uh, really horrible situation where she's keeping somebody alive and having her hand on the bomb so that it doesn't explode is like. I don't really give a shit at this point. I'm done. And well, then- yeah, which makes sense because that's what I would be like. Like if the the possibility, if I'm touching something and something shifts and it's going to explode, well, it doesn't matter really. Like 
You know what I mean? Like I could see getting in that the headspace of like the le- the probability of me dying is very high. Yeah. So and, I'm going to try and save myself. And there's no f- certainty that that her moving or letting go of the bomb is going to make it explode. Yeah, because they can they only have an X-ray, so they can't see. And there's no reason to think that that would happen, except that it's like a homemade explosive. So there's a likelihood that it's unstable. Yeah, it's unstable. But there's not. It's not like it's a grenade and she's holding the pin in or something. Yeah. Like it just is like, hey, we got to stop fucking around because they moved the body and did all kinds of stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't explode it just is like when they figured out there was a bomb in there they were like oh we got to minimize any possibility of it exploding and, and at a certain point she is just like forget it like i'm just going to try it i'm going to move my hand and see what happens mm-hmm. but just before that happens ellen pompeo and sandra O oh show up and they're like holy shit what are you doing why are you stuck in here by yourself while you're doing everything alone and she's like yeah that other guy he totally left and then and she's like really freaking out like again christina totally. ricci's amazing yeah she's great she's handling this in a, a very real way and then they all kind of like crowd around her and be like hey don't take it don't move your hand don't move your hand and she's like i'm gonna move it i'm gonna move it i'm gonna move it and the music is swelling whatever coldplay song yeah it was super coldplay so again this is another moment where we're like we're not just letting the emotion play or rely on the situation or rely on the story itself or the performances we're gonna have to punctuate it as much as possible with a very expensive licensed material and super loud i was like this is so loud this isn't the only time though there there's two other times in the show where we I, we're like drowning out what's being said because we've paid good money for a show mm-hmm. or for a song to be featured. Right. But she so she pulls her, her arm out and we see her take off. Everyone hits the deck except for Alan Pompeo. And then we get a brilliant reveal reveal where we slowly brilliant. brilliant, brilliant. We see everyone slowly kind of raising up to look and see what happened. Nothing exploded. But we see uh oh, Ellen Pompeo's hand. Is where Christina Ricci used to be. In the nasty open wound. Yeah, she's keeping the bomb in place. And she's whispering to herself, what have you done? What did you do? What what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Which is good. Going to black and that's all we hear. And that's the episode. Um, There's some other stuff that happens. The the lady figures out that her husband is the one that's on the operating table. There's no resolution with the the husband yet. They they do. uh, Patrick uh, Dempsey insists on staying. Yeah, he tells Kyle Chandler, get out of my OR. He's like, I'm not scared of you. I'm scared of tiny lady whose husband again and she's like i need to figure out who this actress is because she's doing this really great like commanding performance but then when she finds out when they finally when kate walsh tells her like your husband is up with my husband yeah she she does she freaks out but like in a in like that contained way freaks out in a very contained way while still going through contractions yeah it was it was pretty well uh, um masterfully held okay so that's the that's the episode that we watched uh morgan Let's, uh, I, I, do we do the same stuff for good reception? I don't I remember. remember what we Well, do. what the hell? We'll do it anyway. It's time to, I didn't say the preamble, whatever. Uh, something, something, say something nice. Those are really good. Okay, Morgan, uh, let's let's start by the positives on this show. What did you what did you like about it? Um, I'm gonna should we just because I don't want to go into every single detail. Should we just like single it to one thing? Yeah, just say something okay. nice. Yeah, I, I get I get what we normally do. It's yeah. normally a thing where we can only find one thing. Yeah, yeah, no, just I'm gonna just highlight the strongest like... thing. Uh, I think the pacing is something 
the pacing is the best part of this. Okay. It, it is very, um, I've already talked about this ad nauseum, that it's very addictive. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a potato chip show. Like, you yeah, want to keep eating it. I want to keep, I could, like, as soon as this ended, I was like, all right, let's load up the next one. I could right. sit here and binge this shit. Yeah. Because it has that flow of, like, we're bringing you up, and then we're going to bring you down for a second, only to bring you back up again, and then we're going to bring you back down for a second. Um, yeah, it's enjoyable. The emotions are enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Um, I, I think we said that it, I, I mentioned that, like, the, uh, it does a really good job of giving you these really, really ridiculous over the top things, but then like making them entertaining and fun. And like, yeah, you, it's what I'll say about the show is that it's very dumb, but it's very fun. Like I was constantly like, this is absolutely ridiculous and rolling my it's eyes. A, it's a soap. It but is a soap. at the same time being like, but this is enjoyable. Like I, I'm, I'm invested. I'm like, I want to see what happens next. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what you said. So I'll say, uh, I mean, the cast is great. I Mm -hmm. mean, I really liked most of the people on it. It's a huge cast. Even, I think that it probably even grows as it goes on. Um, but I thought everybody was really uh, likable in in the amount of screen time they were given. Um, Ellen Pompeo was better than what I was expecting. Not, I don't say better than I was expecting. She was somebody that I didn't know anything about, and she had a lot weighing on her shoulders in being mm-hmm. the the lead of this show. So I wasn't sure if she was going to deliver or if I was going to be like, because like I said, she's never done anything else except for this. Yeah. But I thought she was good. I thought she was totally good. And like I said, Patrick Dempsey is probably my favorite part of the show. I thought he was the most charming character. But I think both of us, uh, it's safe to say that both of us had plenty of positive reactions to it. It wasn't something that we hated. It wasn't hard to get through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that said, would you watch another episode? I don't know if I would. Okay. I could see like somebody, if somebody came over who was an enthusiast, enthusiast, uh-huh. uh, Anatom- like anatomist, a Pompeoist. Um, if they're like, you, these are the episodes that you need to watch. Like we do, like what, what you would do for Buffy or like what I would do for the X-Files or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's just... For me personally, it feels like such a huge undertaking because of how much, first of all, how long it's been on. Mm-hmm. And because there's so many characters to get. I just, uh, guys, I'm too lazy. I, 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 I'm, I don't have it in me to invest this much time into. Yeah, there's like, like 350 this. episodes. Yeah, I'm going to say I will, I would watch it with a fan. I would not, I'm not going to dive into this on my own now. Right. Yeah, I mean, totally not. Like, I, I respect it as a show, and I, I I would totally understand people being big fans of it, and I would probably not make fun of it Yeah, uh, if people liked it or whatever. I don't think it's, like, a bad show. And if it, it's definitely, like, something that, if it, like, we say this about a lot of shows, but if somebody else was watching it, like, if you're at a parent's house and they're watching it, or you're at a friend's house or something and they were watching it, I wouldn't have any trouble, like, getting into it. I'd be like, yeah, sure, let's watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as, like, actively being like, let's watch the next episode, although I'm kind of like, what does happen on the next yeah. episode? But it's not... I can tell you right now, she lives. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know, that's what I was thinking when they were doing the really, really big dramatic music, like, building. Were they, like, killing people off at this point? I don't think so. Okay. Because I feel like... Well, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I know, for sure, dies. Oh, spoilers. I was going to watch it. Sorry, guys. No, I don't think that that's a big part of the show. Okay. Um, I was thinking that that could be where I'm like, oh, do they think that their main character is about to be killed off? I, I was pretty sure. A la sh- 
Game of Thrones. Yeah, but I mean, Game of Thrones is fairly revolutionary. Like, st- stuff like Buffy and, and things d- have done killing main characters. Yeah. But not like Game of Thrones, where it's like anybody could die any episode. Yeah. Sean Bean, the, like, first build person in this entire series, fucking gone. Season one. Yeah. Never been back, guys. Never been back. Yeah, we've only watched the first season, and that was kind of enough. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, send your hate mail to pod.badreception at gmail.com. 6969. Why'd you say that with I don't know why. It's because I've had a lot of wine. Okay. But yeah, I think that this was a a good episode of bad reception, of of good reception. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, that episode is at 9.5 on IMDb. That's like almost a perfect episode. Absolutely. Like you said, it was fully, I mean, they, it was purposeful. Or There's, on purpose, but it it was fully con- not fully contained because it's it ends on a cliffhanger. But no, but I, yeah, well, you can walk in and start watching absolutely from that episode. and get who everyone is and where you are in this world. I will say that there's some lazy exposition in the beginning where people keep saying stuff like, "Remember how you you used to be married to my ex wife?" and there's a bunch of stuff like that where they're oh, like, yeah. "Here's our relationship boiled down into one thing. You and I both know this information, but I'm going to say it aloud." Yeah, no, it's it's bro. I mean, it's pretty smart. That's not. There's a better way of doing it than that. That's lazy. I mean, whatever. But let's think about the average viewer. I'm just saying. Think about the average viewer. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna come down hard on something, I would say that the expository dialogue was a little ham-fisted at the beginning of the show. People don't talk like that. People don't say, "You know what our relationship is to each other." Oh, well, and that I mean, and then also the highly emotive characters. Everything is like amped up. I mean, of course, everything's going to be amped up. Yeah. I mean, that's just that's soaps. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's why I wouldn't watch it is because the, that's the only thing that sucks about soaps is that it is like potato chips where like you keep eating them because they're in, enjoyable, but it never fills you up. Like mm-hmm. you, you never feel like satisfied by it because there's. You just want to keep seeing what's going to happen, but there's never a satisfactory resolution. It just keeps going and going for yeah. 15 seasons. Um, Morgan, uh, cut the shit. You got anything to recommend this week? Hey, guys. There's a little place I'd like to re- recommend to you guys. It's very expensive to go, but have you re- have you heard of Disneyland? <laughs> heard of this place? Have you, have you heard of Disneyland? Uh, we've been too many times, and we just actually went yesterday. Yep, we did. Um, it is, I get the commercial aspect eye roll that a lot of people give to that place or the company behind it. But there is something for me personally as a 31 year old woman walking down main street that just for whatever reason, they, the magic that they put into that park still stays alive. Um, And it's just, it's fun to go to a place and feel like you're a child again. When you wish upon Dude, I I'm a sucker. I buy into it. I buy all into it. Cool. Michael, um, cut the shit. Yeah, that's funny because I was gonna because we were there, I was gonna recommend something as well. Um if you like Disneyland or if you don't like Disneyland, if you just like theme parks in general and have any interest in those, you should watch the YouTube channel Defunct Land. Defunct like something that is not uh, a, thing a thing anymore. Land. And uh, 
it covers all all types of theme parks, but uh, a lot of times Disney stuff. I'm um, going over the history of rides, the history of uh, attractions at different theme parks around the world. Uh, it, it really interesting the stuff like across the globe, which I knew nothing about the other Disney parks, the other theme parks in other countries, especially in the Asian countries. Like there's just like tons. Mm -hmm. uh, that we're just not exposed to in America, but also lots and lots of American theme parks and cool roller coasters and stuff. So if that is anything, if that's like, you know, your thing at all, uh, it's very, very well put together. Each episode feels like a mini documentary. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's a super entertaining show. I blew through like all two seasons in like a couple of days. And now I'm just like always waiting for the new one. So check that out. All right, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. You can tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch or just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of Podfix. Podfix. You can follow them on Twitter at Podfix and go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of shows. Hi, right. That was it. I think that's Hi, right. Do we got anything else? Any other words of wisdom you want to share to our our beloved listeners? Hey guys, just always wear socks. Right? Just always wear them. I I truly believe that. Morgan's a big fat liar though cuz she doesn't wear socks all the time. Yeah, but I'm regretting it right now my shoes smell. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. And that's the end of the podcast. Bye. on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Code blue! Code blue! It's cold black. Cold black. Cold black. Coffee. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>